0: Thank you. your boy uh, Dylan Brown the series is now three or two you're just Steph, Steph Curry is, is really your favorite person on the planet oh um, break it down for me Jeff
1: I'm, I will give Steph his props that he is that he is putting in work but man is the Celtics are so frustrating they they should have been up three one. They gave away two games. Really, they gave away two third quarters, and just just lost. But Brown is so close to being a a legit star, a legit star in this league. Um, and I don't think he's he's ever going to quite make the leap on the Celtics roster. Like I I feel like to to get his ultimate potential, he's going to have to leave that Jason Tatum is just, just stifling, just sucking up just enough air in the room in order for Jalen Brown to, Jalen Brown to not take the next step. But Tatum is so frustrating of a superstar to go ahead and watch.
0: I've never seen a, NBA player air ball, so many jump shots in my life he is a jump shot or swish
1: it's only two things it's so funny because the exact feeling that you get with Steph about like how every shot you're like that's going in you're surprised it go it doesn't it's the exact opposite watching Tatum like every shot he makes I'm like that's not going in and then I'm surprised it does and he does like he makes more than he misses but like he works so hard for every shot to take the hardest shot. Like he, he, you normally hard shots, you get them easily, right? Like, because the offense is like, yo, we'll give you that hard shot. No, he works hard and takes the hardest shot possible. It's so by the end of the end of the night, not only is he taking all these bad shots, so he has no rhythm. He's also dead tired. Mm. he's got no legs with with six minutes left the game to go in the game no legs every time
0: so if you're right now let's Mm. say you have a say you have a franchise you know Mm. and and your goal is to build a successful franchise and i you know you could do the exercise like you want to win a championship next year so then you could bring the kds and the lebrons but let's say you're you're given the orders from your team owner saying i'm I would like to win a championship next year mm-hmm. but I really want the most healthy franchise legit shot of winning a championship in five years or like a a long play
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that brings the Tatums that brings the devin Bookers that brings the John Morants all these guys, the younger guys into play more. How would you rank? Like, where would you take... Where is Jason Tatum on the big board of stars you would take?
1: Jason Tatum is phenomenal. And the step that he took this year, specifically defensively, is huge. Like, he's... I had the feeling I was like man he might be like Kawhi 2.0 like a bigger stronger Kawhi two-way defender willing to play defense willing to accelerate uh, to excel in mid-range and can shoot the 3 like I'm just like man he's he's Kawhi but bigger um but for whatever reason he just I'm I'm starting to think you can't you I don't want to go ahead and call it too soon but I'm just uh, I'm thinking that it might be hard to win with Jason Tatum because he's just good enough offensively where you're like yo you he needs to be taking the last shot he, you need to run the offense through him he needs to be option number 1 and yet I don't have the faith that he's going to be the one to pull it to pull it out like honestly I trust jalen brown to make the right decision at the end of the games more so than i do tatum well i feel like jalen brown has
0: been the best Celtic in the series that's yeah he had a he had a bad game last game game five but i felt like he just the way i see him see him is he he plays basketball just correctly like he Ooh. he drives it when he drives it he takes an open shot when he takes an open shot he passes the ball when he passes the ball and, or when there's a pass open. Sometimes he puts his head down and he gets himself into trouble. You know, maybe overdrives, but that's just like... Whereas Tatum, I mean, and, and rightfully so. He's like the end-of-the-shot clock guy. Take a shot. It just feels like his misses are more... Like, he's got some more OBs in him. Like, he's got some more four lefts than... Whereas Jalen Brown's like, he'll miss a fairway, but he still can play it from there and you know that's that was the thing like I remember like everybody was on Jason Tatum's dick before this they're like oh Jason Tatum he's the best player in the series and you know what this this is confirmation in my mind I know you don't like him but Steph was sort of in the he was Batman and then KD comes in and he's demoted to Robin and that sort of in my view of him as a basketball player, it demoted him in my, his in my eyes. but seeing this where the Celtics are in my opinion clearly the better team and Steph is really just he's just willing them to get on my back and I'm I'm winning these games these it's like when I watch these games the Warriors don't play cleaner than the Celtics. It's just like Curry just it's even I'll say that it's even. But Steph just goes bananas. And no one on this Celtics really consistently goes bananas. The only way they win games is Horford hits a shot. Marcus Smart hits a shot. Jalen Brown drives. Tatum doesn't have it in there yet to consistently take over a game. He can do it like one game, whereas Steph is hes taking over like
1: three games in the series. He has. He, Tatum's also only 25. We have to also kind of kind of remember, like that he,
0: I think he's the only person I take. I I don't like Tatum, but I guess it's Giannis, and then Tatum is next on the big board. Like guys under thirty, if you want to do it like that, I mean, Ja. But I think he's a guard, and he's sort of it's so hard to win with guards. Yeah, and like that was that stat? Like when he's off the floor, like the Grizzlies are like a better team or something like that. I don't believe it, but like defensively or something um Devin Booker but no nowhere near um yeah i mean it's 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 really i mean i might jalen brown might be in the top 5 too he might be like 5th or 6th
1: i like brown more than i like tatum i do too um i would after this year i would trade tatum but you're so, not going to get equal value like if I if I could find if I don't think Tatum's stock is going to be any higher than it was this year.
0: Um But you know the likely move is that they would they're more likely to shade Jalen Brown than
1: they Oh say. yeah. Which is dumb because I think Jalen Brown moves on and he I, I I know you're gonna laugh because you know that the reason why I like him is because he's so much similar to this guy, but right. I see Jimmy Buckets vibes like that where like Chicago's like all right bye get out of here and then Jimmy goes on his little e pray love tour through the NBA throughout the NBA because he's just too competitive right just <laughs> eating up people and they're like oh you're not you're not you're not about this life and I don't want to be here right and and then he finds a home and Jimmy Jimmy Butler in the in the playoffs is top three player in the league in the playoffs, he is in, the, playoff. in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he's top three player in the league. Yeah, the numbers that he put up is ridiculous. He's
0: definitely better in this class. He definitely had a better playoffs than Jason Tatum.
1: I would say that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like he's put you, you know, put me, put him on the back. I'll get you there. Guy,
0: but I mean, scoring more than 40 points, being not a three point shooter, like that's.
1: That's spicy. Doing it twice in a single series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's that dude. Um yeah. You think you think the heat would do Tatum Butler?
0: I, I feel like that would be redundant. Like I I if I'm all right. All right so you're saying hypothetically let's build a team for Jalen Brown? Yeah. Who, am I tra- Who am I trading Jason Tatum for? Yeah. Um, well, so I feel like Jalen Brown as a player is sort of the Jimmy Butler. Like he can take threes, but that's not really his game. His game is best driving and defensively. So I would want, I sort of would want a creator type guy. I don't. I, the name that I'm thinking of is, is Jason Tatum for LeBron. I'm not. I'm because LeBron can hit threes. LeBron can go in transition. He he's never going to go to Boston. But like in a hypothetical, like 2K way, like you know, he will not go to Boston. Even though he does have that Fenway, he's with that Fenway. He does part. have the Fenway connect. I, I mean, it's so silly. Like I wish he just. I wish he. LeBron is frustrating because he makes. It's, it's. I'm gonna sound like an asshole for this, but he makes life decisions over basketball
1: decisions, and so still wins championships in basketball. But he won one in the bubble. So, uh, he also won on home back in Cleveland too.
0: That was a yeah, but that me. would that to be honest, that was a better choice of basketball than the the Lakers. So when he went to chose the Lakers, they had nobody. There was no he li- that
1: he was going He knew that he was gonna be able to go ahead and trade all those assets and get what he want. He didn't think that he was. He didn't think the Lakers would bungle it and have to trade extra, extra assets to get what he want. Because the Lakers at least, at least so
0: in, At least in Cleveland, he had assets. He had the first pick. You know that became Wiggins for Kevin Love, and he Kyrie was legitimate. So it'd almost be like if LeBron chose Memphis, I'm gonna go play with Ja. Like that would be. Whereas Lakers is like he chooses Sacramento and like he redoes. Like there's nobody. There's nobody there. So, but I'm saying the Brown would be interesting. I'm saying Jokic. Jokic
1: would be sort of dope. Him for him for the Joker. That'd don't be- do that to my Nuggets. Don't do that to my Nuggets. I, I I would have a heart attack. Would that be a good fit though? No, 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 no. You don't him. Think about it Oh, oh for, it, for Jokic for, for the Celtics? That would be perfect because they need a floor general. And he passes. And, and he passes and he, can, and he can shoot. He's healthy. And he's, yeah, always healthy. Twin towers with him and. Tatum
0: uh, Tatum for Luka? Would, would they do that? I don't think they do that. I think they, they, they like Luka better than
1: Tatum. Yeah. Plus, they just got Woods. They, they just traded for Wood. So,
0: okay. Uh, that's a good point, though. I forgot about Luca. So it's like I go Giannis. Do so I go Tatum over Luca? Oh, I think I go choose Luca.
1: I think you have a better chance of winning with Tatum than you do with Luca. I,
0: because I, he's better defensively. I see he's that argument. better
1: defensively, A, and B. At least Tatum is willing to like to give up. He's learned at least the last half of this year that he's learned to give up the ball to his teammates to be better. The Dallas Mavericks play better basketball. I think that's who you're talking about instead of the Ja and the Grizzlies. But the Dallas Mavericks play better basketball with Luca is off the floor.
0: No, They're that was playing. legit. That was legit a stat about Ja.
1: And and a legit one about Luca, too. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So like Luca all is he's he only passes when he's like, oh, okay, I absolutely can't score right now. Here's five seconds left. Here, take the ball. And he's god-awful off the ball. Like, when he doesn't have the balls in his hands, he is no threat to score, to cut, to do anything. We're talking about Luca, Yeah, Luca. I I cannot stand Luca Doncic's game. It's awesome to watch, yep. but, like, I, I, I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. Uh, I would hate to be could you imagine being his teammate watching him take fucking 35 shots every game dribbling the ball has usage rates being out of this world and him only passing you the ball inside of five seconds when he's got absolutely no shot.
0: I was about to say, yeah, but he's he's also like. Yeah, but he also makes mediocre guys look way better. So, I mean, Megan. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does.
1: No, because the team plays better when he's off the court.
0: No, I'm what I'm saying is he propels the team farther. No, 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 no. That's not that's not true. I mean, in a way it might be, but the team was within a couple games of, of getting to the Western Conference. Were they in the Western Conference finals? I thought yeah, they were, right? Yeah, yeah. Warriors took him out. So, I mean, they're I mean, Lucas. Luke is a problem, and he's
1: a regular season problem.
0: I think he's a postseason problem. I think him, Jimmy Butler had the Jimmy Butler had the best playoff, followed by Tide, Giannis and Steph, and I'll put I'll put Luca as the third best playoff. And then maybe like a Jason Tatum because Tatum did have his moments before this series. He's, he was cooking, but
1: yeah. Um, I just don't like Luca. He's fun to watch. You know. This
0: is a rare cross-cultural white. <laughs> yeah.
1: Will, Will likes a white guy, but Jeff doesn't. I I do not. I, no, you cannot win with Luca unless he drastically changes his game. Mm. He is the ultimate. Put the team on my back. Guy, but he never gets you there. He will fall short forever because he puts the team on his back so long that the guys just get used to just being cared. They're like, "Oh, wait, hold on. Now you want me to shoot? I've mm-hmm. gone up and down the court for 15 minutes without a shot, and now you want me to go in and get a shot." It's... Everybody compares him to the LeBron James, but LeBron James would never do the stuff that Luca does. Like he would never just go and he's like, "Yeah, I'm times on the floor over and over and over again," and not pass and not my get my teammates involved and everything like that he's more like kobe bryant than than lebron james Live guys wins. Oh my goodness! the the smugness that Greg Norman and the the Saudis would have if one of their live guys wins this tournament. Honestly, the PGA better hope that all those live guys none of them make the cut. Because if they're even in contention, you know the amount of pressure that the PGA is going to put on their guys to make sure that they pull it out is going to be hysterical.
0: I mean. Um, the biggest the biggest move, and we'll move off live, but the biggest thing is what the European tour dude chooses to do, their commissioner. Because if he aligns, if he aligns with live, then it gives them world ranking points. And it takes a couple of years for a tour to gain validity. And especially because I don't see they how they can gain world ranking points right now being 54 whole tournaments. That's ridiculous. It has to be 72 hole jams like 54 is all the all those tournaments are based around 72 hole formats and then in some cases like one of the tournaments it's back in the day but one of the tournaments used to be a five a five rounder so um and yeah like the match player they're playing like eight rounds or something crazy i just i i really think it's a it's a step for dp world what are they going to do and if they if they rock with the PGA tour strictly business take the politics out which is horrible um especially going back to the LPGA point it'd be crazy like imagine a tournament in Saudi and the ladies are just frolicking around being themselves dressed in skirts living how they live good for them and then the, the it's just so hypocritical then the country itself is so repressed for the ladies but my point is, if DP aligns with with the PGA Tour, they have this they have this partnership, this global partnership, which has to be they knew Live was going down and we needed to be strong, you know, the US and GB had to line up with Germany like they were getting ready for war, and if they if that holds, it'll be great because then Live in a small world, could die if they don't have world ranking points because then those players are fucked. Then they're pretty much choosing live over playing in a major championship. At some point, the guys won't qualify for world rankings anymore. But DP World is like going to be completely um, just non... DP World is going to be non... There's no point because all those guys are are Europe and like it already this year has felt like no point. Like I I don't remember any European tour events having any sorts of juice. So like most of those guys are the European tour guys, and it's pretty much murder she wrote for European tour. If they choose to ro- to rock with PGA tour, if they don't, then it's just cocaine 80s. Like Studio 54 is wide open for DP World Tour. Um, if just...
1: I'm if I'm live, I'm on the phone with DP World yesterday, right? And I close that down, and then my very next call, and this might shock you, my very next call is 2K Sports. Okay, I make I make a compelling golf video game. <laughs> Three day tournaments, all my guys, right? I'm all my guys. I bring that out. I come out there with a banger of a game, and then I win. Game over. Game over. What point?
0: What point? This is my last one. What? At what point? All right. So let's say, let's say, like the Morikawa's, the Hovlands, and Rory has to go for just because there's no competition. None of his friends are there. At what point? At that point, does Tiger like be like, "Yeah, I'll roll with you guys. I'll be up." (laughs) See, at that, the other thing about why Tiger wouldn't do that, I would think, because it's it's half a billion dollars that he was supposedly offered. But why I don't think he'd do that is as like a as a smart business plan. Like this is Saudi Arabia as a country is not a startup, but Live Golf is a startup, so it's it's not a like a it's not like something you you have faith in because you just don't know. You don't know if they're just gonna pull the plug after two. You don't know. So Tiger Rolls, American Express drops him, Rolex drops him, all all you know, and Tiger has like a more liberal endorsement. Like he's different than the typical PGA tour player, which is strictly financial companies mm-hmm. that so you know, Tiger like it, it almost feels like the half a Bill wouldn't be enough to his legacy is a different and i almost think it would it would not be a smart business move for tiger but for the rest of the
1: guys yeah like go for it i would say that here's the argument for why tiger doesn't do it and it has nothing to do with the startup or anything like that it's just that he is a historian of the game like studies the game knows all the old heads appreciates that so much of quote unquote golf history is all the guys that were contemporaries of him or guys that were giving him crap while he was coming up on the tour right like he loves all that history and i don't know if he would be able to give it up if he was younger healthier tiger but he's not he's playing six events a year anyway and so if everybody goes over to live and Liv ends up having 15 of the top 25, 15 of the top 20 over there. Tiger is way too competitive. He's like, I'm going to go where the best guys are at. And knowing knowing them, they'd be like, yo, we'll, we'll name it the Tiger Tour. We'll put your logo on it. We'll go ahead and we'll make it the Tiger Tour. Everybody will go ahead and love it. It'll be a great endorsement deal, yada, yada, yada. I See,
0: see I can only see him doing that after his major championship. Run is over. He, I don't see him risking any type of jeopardy to jeopardizing whether he gets to play in the Masters. Like he,
1: he's so. Here's the thing: he gets to play in the Masters anyway. Like he's won. But it's a,
0: it's an Invitational, so Masters can just say, "Bro, you're not invited."
1: This but it. they already that Masters already is is hard has already been saying like, "Yeah, we we're not the PGA Tour. We invite whoever we want." Plus, as a champion, you get an exemption. So Tiger's exempt until,
0: they, but they could they could decide. He, no, he's exempt for life as Masters people. You're you're exempt until you get the polite gentleman's like, yeah, Tiger, you're not reaching the ladies' tees anymore. You can't play anymore. That's he, he can play for as long, long as he wants.
1: No, yeah. If the first time you win, you're exempt for five years. Mm-mm. Yeah, DJ Augusta. You know, Augusta. Yeah, at Augusta. Yeah, DJ's exempt for for life. For really. Life though.
0: For life, DJ can come back when he's seventy if he can if they still let him. Yeah. Uh
1: ah, so the other majors, it's you get yes, yeah, it's yes.
0: yes, like like U.S. Open's like five or something. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: telling you that there's no way in the world that one of those guys doesn't give Tiger an exemption on law. He could be driving in a golf cart and they'll give him the exemption. Tiger moves the needle so much. I I just think. You know, at one point,
0: because he's tied for to need his most PGA Tour wins ever. Like, what if, does Tiger think, like, what if they just wipe the books? I and mean, this is, like, going to play with Saudi is, like, steroids in baseball. Like, I'll be forever jaded. Like, they could, PGA Tour could make that move. They could just say, you're just permanently wiped from the books. Um, I which, doubt
1: it. And even if they do, it's, like, it'll, it would be, like, read that, like, NCAA did with Reggie Bush, where they're like, oh, we took away your Heisman. Everybody knows that Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year. NCAA has no record of it because they wiped it. They took away his rushing yards, titles, and all that. But everybody knows Reggie Bush was the baddest man on the planet in the NCAA. No wiping of the records is going to happen. And the PGA would be dumb to go ahead and do that because Tiger Woods was the PGA for two decades you wipe tiger woods' records then half of your books for two decades is just like yep this tournament didn't happen and that the okay. tournament the next week didn't happen because the guy that we're not talking about also won that one too i it's just the only way
0: i don't know if if saudi is really committed to this i think the pga tour is dead i mean it's dead as we know it but if they're committed and they just don't bounce after two years or something, but so it's just it's just whether they see it as a viable thing, and we don't we don't know their move, but they've been doing this in other sports. They've done this with boxing. They've done this with F one. Like Soccer. so, I I think it's a long term play, and from a business spec- perspective, it's it's foolish because they're pretty much going to own professional golf. They're gonna own it. And it's just and professional golf has moved to as a sport has moved to being bigger. At times it's definitely bigger than baseball. You know, it's it's it it sure. and like a major championship, like this is a good example. This the NBA finals is going on, and the US Open has maybe a, a notch below in juice of the NBA finals, but it's it's you know, if, if Rory's there and Phil like like a Fill a live PGA Tour battle like this Rumble that would that'd have more juice than the NBA Finals. Like PGA, like professional golf is is at times the third biggest professional sport in America. So, I mean, from a business perspective, in a way, they'd be foolish to give up because they they, they they've flipped the whole game.
1: I stand by my earlier statement. If the PGA loses this battle and I'm rooting for them to win it. I'm rooting for them to win it. If the PGA loses this battle, they didn't they don't deserve all this adoration and respect and concern that we are giving them cuz they had they had the title. They were the kings. They were the unquestioned kings. And it's not like this live tour snuck up on them like we've been talking about it for two years going on three so the fact that the pga didn't snuff this out didn't step up didn't acquiesce to the players demands and their demands weren't that crazy but the fact that they let this happen they let it happen and so Game on PGA.
0: Well, I mean, they pretty much did an open relationship. They're like, Yeah, sure, you can date you can date Saudi. They they like that was the whole thing. They had to get permission slips to play Saudi. And that was like going up against the original Saudi Invitational It was going up against Pebble Beach. And that this whole dating phase. I'm like, yeah, you can hook up with them. That's just been happening for two three two or three years. Their play, looking back in it, at it, their play would have been like, damn dog, they're not letting go. This is too much money. We need to have, we need to have the Saudi series. We need to have four tournaments in the fall. We get all this money. The players are happy. But then they're like, then PGA is thinking like, well, our sponsors are going to be happy, so we can't do that. So it's, but it from a business perspective, and again, socially, I think this is all wrong. I would never do this shit. This is this is whack as fuck. But from a business perspective, which these guys are, the PGA Tour guys are, they would have just had to say, well, fuck some of the sponsors. They're going to lose them. But the players are going to be happy and we win. Our, our reign continues. Um, and it should have been that. It should have been like a fall series. But I re- will say, I don't think for so long baseball was seen as as the the worst sport in terms of management. But this is really exposed. I don't think there's a worse managed product than the PGA tour. Like if it is if it is the NFL, then if the NFL the PGA tour it would be yeah, you, players you can do whatever you want until May and from May to August we run this fucking planet. We play the best courses, we play Pebble, we play Pinehurst and we just we shrink it down. We play the majors and we make the players championship a fifth major and you have to you have to, you know, you have to qualify to get to the players and like that would be the legit and then super bowl is like they're having house parties in <laughs> on 17 on the 17th oh it's ridiculous um or maybe the new players championship is phoenix <laughs> waste match or phoenix something <laughs> whatever but it's just so poorly managed it's just so many tournaments um that have no juice, and when you think about like the, the best run sport, and again socially the whack is hell. But the best run sport, the NFL always has juice because it's a smaller product, and the storylines can develop. You can you give it time to breathe. um There's weeks where they like in the middle of their season, which is only like four months. They say like we're gonna take a break, like before the Super Bowl. Like it's it's so calculated, and I think this really. If the PGA tour ever lives again they have to remodel and shrink to grow like and if that happens then live was
1: good for golf but i think that point is gone at this point i do i do not think so i do not think so i do not think we're past the point of no return Um, so
0: if you're jay monahan and you just you're, you're feeling frisky you say, you know what, Greg Norman? Calm up. Greg, I was wrong. We would like to to partner in the fall with Liv. At this point, I think Greg Norman says, fuck you, James. Oh hell yeah. We got you. We got you one. He
1: yes, yes, you're right. But what the PG does is they start changing. They make they make an off season and an on season. On season, it's half the schedule, all the majors and and everything is popping off season you do like you cut the season in half off season or like honestly into a third off season you go ahead and you do just like that
0: could be that could be web.com that could be like developmental yeah, you time just
1: do like 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 10 events super high purses just three just three day tournaments like you do the you do the live model you call it like the off season or whatever you know, you let the players wear
0: shorts. <laughs> Play in Vegas every
1: single tournament. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just, you just let them, and you, you let it. You there is, there is room for them to change and improve, and to adopt certain things. My thing is, my, yeah. I want, I'm curious to end it on, on this. Does Caddy will, does Caddy will stick with the PGA Tour, or does he go live? Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll say you are.
0: Mm-mm. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> if you that
1: was, I say you're outside of FedEx Cup qualifying numbers. So what's that put you at? Like one thirties on tour?
0: Oh, as a human being, like if I'm a, if I'm a professional I'm golfer. saying,
1: yeah. I'm putting you. You're on tour. You're one fortieth in the world, or whatever. You're you're hoping to scrape by and. Get on the the qualify for the FedEx. Even if you do, you probably make it past one round, and get cut. But whatever it is, right? No, do you, do you? It. And then they go ahead and they say, "Hey, we'll give you a, a sign-on bon- bonus for Live Golf. We we'll give you fifteen mil right now, oh, God. and uh, you play three-day tournaments for fourteen events. <laughs> the purses are ten million an event."
0: No cuts, no cuts. You're making 30k. Even if you're in
1: the low, if you came in last place, like $135,000. Oh
0: my god,
1: Caddy Will, do you say no? I'm gonna go ahead and stay in my Honda Civic, drive into as many Torrents as I can.
0: 140th on the money list. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm doing fine, like I'm, and relatively, yes, I am. Are you? Yes, I'm probably making like 500k. If I'm 140, like in 500k in sponsors, like to make top 20, you probably
1: almost make.
0: You, I feel like it's almost. I like- think
1: after you you take into account paying for travel, paying for hotel, paying your coach, paying your physio, and then taxes. I don't think you're making 500.
0: Well, I mean, and if I'm on the bubble, I'm still making. I'm
1: I'm probably making more off the golf course too. Like, yeah, like I'm probably. How are just, you making more of the golf course? You're on the bubble. TaylorMade's not giving you cutting you a check because you're on the
0: bubble. I'm doing the I'm doing the corporate events like whining and dining with the CEOs on Mondays. Like I'm I'm probably. They're not
1: inviting you. You're on the bubble. Not not who so you
0: are. Well, the only way they're not inviting me is if I'm that you're talking about. See, I think they would be. I would have to be Chase Kepka. I would have to. That's like a. That's like a fringe four hundredth in the world type guy who doesn't have status.
1: That's I'm what you're talking about. Every year you're fighting for to keep your status. You're on the bubble. Every year, some years you do. Some years you're back on the web and trying to fight your way and doing Monday qualifiers. All right, so. That could be true,
0: but I don't think it is. Yeah, Jeff. Last year on the PGA Tour, Sam Ryder was 128th in in the PGA Tour money list. How much money did he make?
1: How much money did he collect?
0: No. How much money did he make from the PGA Tour? We're not doing. We're not doing the net. Just just straight up.
1: Uh, I'd say two point five.
0: One point one million dollars was 120th. 1.1.
1: 1.1. 1. 1.
0: So you're and then, 100, your 140th made just over
1: 800k, 825k. Chase Seifert. 50% of that went to taxes. Then you talk about all the travel, paying your coach, your caddy takes 10% on top of that, or it's 15, I'm, 20% of that. Top of it, so I'm, you're not making nearly as much as you think.
0: You're, you're still coming out with a quarter of a million dollars, which is great. Most Americans don't sniff that in their entire life. That is, that is. I, I think I just couldn't. I couldn't think about the girls like just living in in Saudi and this out this out of sight,
1: out of mind thing. Is I think it's real. I think it's real. I tried to play as much devil's advocate as I could, ladies and gentlemen. I tried. I can't be broken. I just think it's broken. I just
0: think if it if it was a if it was a different situation where we knew more about the culture we would react in a way different way. Like if it was Russia, there's nobody. I mean that I'm sure like some of the guys would still would, but I'm there's also I think more people who would not. Um and I think it would be we just don't know as as much about like the veil underneath Saudi as to what it's actually like living there for us to really be like that feel some type of way about it. And I think that's that's the final point. It's just we don't know, so we we can take the money. But I don't think that's yeah. Just, just someone like, like there's a dude who works for ESPN, um, Kyle KVV, Kyle Van Valkenberger. He hmm. was he was he was like he told this story that he's at Live, Charles Schwarzer Schwarzel and his team just plays the most juiceless golf tournament. They're popping popping $300 of champagne and like earlier in the day he talked with a woman from Saudi whose sister is in prison in Saudi just for she didn't do anything wrong she was just an activist for women's rights and she's you know it's a Britney Griner situation where she she'll she's in there for duration like it's who knows what the fuck's gonna happen so it's just one of those things where you're like, all right, swirls was pop and champagne. And then someone who's actually from that country and lived it is just like, you know, how could you live with yourself if you knew the stories like that? Some people could. Other people can't. And I'm just saying I'm a person who can't. But go ahead. If it was me.
1: I don't think I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> uh, 14 events only one of them is actually in saudi the rest are all in the uk and the us most are in the us well, i think four are i think there's there's
0: two trumps new jersey and florida there's one in like michigan and then there's one in oregon but go ahead
1: oregon new jersey miami boston chicago bangkok and then Jeddah in october is the one that is in Saudi. So one in Saudi, the rest are
0: Doesn't it close at, at Trump Juice Nation at Doral? Doesn't yeah, that... <laughs> it does. In November, like close to Thanksgiving or October twenty
1: seventh through the thirtieth.
0: Oh boy. Billy, Halloween. Billy
1: Billy was already asking. He's like, Hey, do you wanna go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Them tickets are gonna be free.
1: <laughs> oh I'm sure they would be. Um but yeah i'm i'm taking that check <laughs> i am providing for my family um i am doing the sport that i love i am using the platform that i have i'm using the fact that i joined this thing to try to get into the room of the people that are sponsoring the tour and trying to understand and trying to talk to them about their culture and our cultural differences and what things are doing, I'm using the platform for as much good as I possibly can and taking their money because the money's going to go somewhere anyway, so it might as well go to me. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Jeff Joseph. <laughs> That's the pod right there.
0: That's it. Uh, we didn't even need to talk about the US Open because it was the juice will come on Sunday.